Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewell.com and check it out. Again, referencing as the ultimate business multiplier, it's also just the ultimate attribution multiplier. You pay a dollar to get in front of someone today. If you had to pay that dollar every single time you want to get in front of them, you know, it becomes extremely expensive to have that relationship with the customer. Welcome back to Hit Stop. Joining me today is Jacob Sappington. You may have seen him on Twitter. He focuses pretty much only on email when it comes to marketing or as his bio says, he focuses on email marketing and email marketing, as well as the SMS programs over at 4x400 as their manager of retention. And if you haven't heard of 4x400, they actually manage and own five brands that they're growing. So first, we're going to talk a little bit about the thread that Jacob posted. We'll dig into some of the stats there and then really dive into how email can make your ads more effective and really some great retention strategies, especially as you have opened cash flow. And if you like this, head over to the OmniSend Carton Sutters podcast. I'm sitting in the co-pilot seat with Greg for some episodes. So go check that out as well, because we're going more into the, the data and the science behind some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about in these episodes of Pit Stop. Jacob, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Lucas. So Jacob, you shared this Twitter thread. In this Twitter thread that I alluded to in the intro, you started off by saying that the more you think about it, the more you see it as the ultimate business multiplier. Now, I always say that email pays the bills. You wrote a thread on the mechanics behind it. Do you want to give an overview as to why email is more than just another channel? I think people have this uh, misconception about email that they kind of silo each channel into their own respective areas and that they think, Okay, well, we need to do email, but I don't think that they really have the full picture on why having a profitable program running on how that just affects the rest of your business and helps bring back customers and just makes your customer acquisition and reacquisition so much cheaper than when you're paying Facebook or any other platforms that you're using to acquire the customers. Yeah, and I think that that's such a key thing with iOS 14, but also just Facebook ads have not been getting cheaper over the last five years. You need to find those efficiencies. So you shared the Gymshark tweet, a couple of tweets about disregarding Gymshark's financials, but really that how they're building up that cash pile. So what does that have to do with email? One of the top, top Shopify brands or e-commerce brands overall, what does them having a boatload of cash have to do with email? Jay over at The Hustle had put together this thread back in July of 2020 that was just showing their negative cash conversion cycle. Essentially, that means that they're collecting cash before they have to end up paying their vendors for it. Cash is king. Cash runs a business. You know, oftentimes businesses talk about their burn rate, like how long that they can last without, you know, influx of cash. And so emails, I alluded to it being the um, ultimate business multiplier, but I also think it's the ultimate cash conversion cycle multiplier. Obviously, that's going to be predicated on terms that you have with your vendors, but the more you're able to convert customers who are being triggered by events that they're having on your store, the more that you can bring back customers for multiple purchases, the easier it makes towards being you know, cash flow positive at all times. When you really break it down like that with the cash flow being there to pay suppliers, and let's just to make it easy, let's just use basic net 30 terms as sort of the default. 
you're able to essentially just have higher margins on everything. You also mentioned, and this is just the reason why I think podcasts are powerful, but using email as a way to remind people that you exist. And it's the same reason that Coke and Pepsi still advertise. It's nice to have those reminders that you still exist. Let's go into your tweets about the ad efficiency with Brand A spending $1,000 a day on Facebook and requiring at least a 1.0 ROAS to break even on a customer's first purchase. So let's break that down. And then do you want to explore a little bit about how email can really supplement your ad spend? Let's just use those nice round numbers. Let's say that a brand is spending $1,000 a day. Let's say that a one row as what they need to break even for them so that they can feel growth. Essentially, you can say that if my email is collecting 20%, let's say it's making your ads 20% more effective, you can essentially run at a discounted ROAS knowing that email is going to capture that on the back end. If you have to turn off an ad because it's at a 0.8 ROAS, if you take into account the effect that email is going to have into it, well then that ad is either going to be break even for you or it could even be profitable. So you could be turning off ads that are making you money just because you're not taking into account how much money the email is going to claim on the back end. Um, I, I know that again, going back to changes that Facebook has made, I know that lead attribution is kind of going away and that they're changing up how you view that. But I would say that email, again, referencing as the ultimate business multiplier, it's also just the ultimate affiliate attribution multiplier. You pay a dollar to get in front of someone today. If you had to pay that dollar every single time you wanted to get in front of them, you know, it becomes extremely expensive to have that relationship with the customer. Let's wrap it up there. Jacob, where can people find you if this is the only episode of Pits Off they listen to and they haven't hit that subscribe button? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Jay Sappington. I also share some of my thoughts over at emailisntdead.com. Um, those are the two best places to find me, Twitter and emailisntdead.com. Great, great, great URL, emailisntdead.com. Make sure you're subscribed. And if you haven't shared any episodes yet with your mother-in-law, she is missing out. So make sure you share the most recent episode with her. And we will be back here shortly for another episode of Pit Stop. Delivering Amazon-like speed to customers. That's what TB12 wanted when they went with ShipBob, and that's what they got. In addition to 25% cost savings since switching 3PLs to ShipBob, if the GOAT Tom Brady trusts ShipBob with his company, you should too head to ShipBob.com, get a quote, see how much you could be saving while also growing your business. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.